Hi, everyone. It is Mitch from PickDogs.com. I got the gangs all here. We got Rod Romanelli in the house with Bittler and uh, Rod. Wow, that's is that not old, uh, old, old white guy um, trying to make himself cool there in the house? I got my hoodie on. It's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Well, I'm just, just finished my TikTok. Anyways, uh, I didn't do my TikTok yet, but yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I guess I can't do this forever. It's, uh, that's what they say, but I'm certainly going to try. But uh, we've got NFL football today and Major League Baseball. Manny Pacquiao looked um, looked his age last night, and I think that it wasn't only that. He was up against a tough-ass opponent, and I don't think the strategy that he used of coming straight at him, I think that that would have worked against another southpaw because there are things that you do with this, with this fight, fight, yeah, when fighting a southpaw that you don't do with the um, conventional. And I think that that strategy of coming straight up the middle works on the southpaw, and it doesn't work on... Um, it doesn't work on... on uh, conventional. So it's just the way that it is. It's like there used to be a fighter named Terrible Terry Norris. He's actually the guy with Sugar Ray Leonard's last opponent. And he used to throw like looping punches, you know, like big bomb loopers. So, but, you know, you'd come up the middle like Manny did on him last night. But, you know, Manny's tough, but it's like his whole game is, uh, you know, coming at multiple angles. And if he's not coming at multiple angles, well, then he's just a short guy that can hit like a Mack truck, you know, and there's a lot of those guys out there. Um, yeah, I mean... More than likely, he gets a rematch with this guy and, you know, beats him the next one, and then it's a trilogy, and, you know, you know how boxing goes. That's why he doesn't have to negotiate with Spence or Crawford or anybody. He's kind of got this deal. It's kind of what they did with the Timothy Bradley thing. Poor guy. He's probably only going to make another $70 million for losing. <laughs> Anyways, NFL football yesterday um, saw some good, some bad, some no shows. The Baltimore Ravens, oh, picked the wrong time, guys, to get off that bandwagon. I didn't, I didn't touch it, but man, the the, the ball definitely took the wrong time to get off the yeah. bandwagon, and I'm the bandwagon guy. I know, I, I know. I figured they were due. I, I, I that I got me definitely got me again so on that one. Are notif- <laughs> the notifications not going? I don't see hardly. Anyone watching the show? That's okay. They'll show up. Oh, I don't see my notifications. Yeah, I guess the notifications didn't go. But that happens. It'll, people show up. Velasquez. What did you, you say on this game? What did you say on this game? And that's why, you know, the five minutes at the beginning of the show that we let everybody join, um, that's, that's why it's here, right? That's why we do it. Of course, on the podcast, you just forward right past it. Yeah, people say they don't get notifications from us all the time. But other people say they get them all the time. But um, I got tire marks on my back from getting run over by the Detroit Lions in that game <laughs> against the Steelers. Uh, <clears throat> I've had a nice little run in, in preseason football, but that one definitely left a mark. Um you know, I got backdoored, and I think, you know, it's not the last time I'll get backdoored this season, but it just reminds you NFL is back, and it's not as easy as it looks. Um, you know, I think the Raiders got backdoored too, right? So there was a few backdoors last night. So it, it happens. I I, happens. I I watched a lot of the – a lot. we had a lot of the games on here uh, for some reason. I guess that's the thing when you have a million local teams, and then – of course, anything that Tua does or says has to be aired live. So, you know, <laughs> he gets out of the car at Dolphin Training Camp. They have cameras there. They have you know, cameras. Every, yeah, every day. They stop everything to watch this. Um, and I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, the entire sports report on the local channels is just Tua highlights. Like, <laughs> if, it's, if it was, like, if it's baseball, it's like it's Colton Wong. And that's it. It's like, it's crazy. They'll show like other Hawaii players, but generally it's all geared to the locals. I thought Tua looked fantastic yesterday. Fantastic. 
thought he was exceptional. I thought Zach Wilson, exceptional. Exceptional. Rolling around in the pocket and throwing <clears throat> balls downfield. Oh, that Corey Davis in him. Ooh. Mm. Look out for the JTS yeah. Jets, man. Oh, my gosh. Right. Wow. It was night and day for Wilson from week one, right? It was night and yeah. day. Night and day, man. Wow. And my guy, Michael Carter, is going to be a superstar. Anyways. Watch out for the, the, the Bills. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, watch out for the Bills. Well, I mean, the Bills made it to the championship. The, 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 the Bills came. Yeah, but the Bills, the Bills came. got better. The Bills came one game from from the Super Bowl last year, so it's like yeah. that's like saying, "Oh, look out for the Dodgers," you know? It's watch like, out for those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, look out for Tom Brady. Ah, I don't look out for the Bucs. The Bucs are going to get run over. Yeah, <laughs> but that's obvious. I mean, obvious best team in the AFC. Oh, well, well, you know, bye-bye. hey, Brian, if there's a bandwagon to jump on, that all of a sudden Rod gets his running shoes on as the bandwagon passes by. Like, look, I got it. I got to jump. It's like, well, I, can't, can't, I got one of those little trampolines. <laughs> I'm jumping. Come on. Well, it's the Bills. We adopted the, the Bills. Uh, I'm on the Jets bandwagon. That end of the country, the Canada has adopted the Buffalo Bills as like their, their, their home team. I understand. I know. We all know that. You know, the Bills so. play home games in Canada um, as well. So, we, I mean, we, we know. And then my tough luck is that the, this end of, of Canada – uh, we got Seattle. Oh, we got bombarded with Seattle, and it's like, clap. Okay, believe it's... me, Clappy <laughs> Clappy's team didn't didn't show up yesterday. But trust me, when it comes time for the regular season, Clappy's always oh, there. Oh, watch man. out! Clappy's oh, yeah. always there, man. Clappy. Yep. Clappy's always think, there. Look at, look at fans on the stands this year, and uh, that thirteenth man will show up in Seattle. Look at that place gets nuts. There's a stadium that. Uh, Make a difference uh, being at home. Mm. Seattle's full of people. Whew. That place is a rocking. Mm. Anyways, today Baker Mayfield um, and the boys back in action. I don't know if the Browns are playing that defense that they have on paper, but man, <laughs> um, you got the Giants team that was sacked uh, what, five times last week. And uh, hit how many times? A million and a half mm-hmm. against. A and a half. I think they have some guy named uh, Clowney, and then they got uh, uh, oh the guy who Miles Garrett. He was taken number one overall. He came out, and he's pretty much the biggest guy in the NFL, I think. And then I don't know. I think uh, so. You have that game, and then you have the uh, the later game. Trey Lance show back in town. You want to talk about you know the inflated stats from week one. He had 108 yards passing, 80 were on one play, but it was not a downfield pass. It was a two-yard dump, you know, pass that the guy ran all the way in. It was not a, you know, it wasn't like, oh, he threw a strike 80 yards down the field. It was like a very, very short, you know, three-yard little one of those, and the guy ran all the way down, broke a tackle and ran it in for a touchdown. So... Those to me are the most inflated of the stats, right? It's not even that it's just it was just one play. It was one play where he basically did not, you know, all that he did. It was just an extended handoff. Is all it was. I don't like Trey Lance. In case you guys haven't noticed, <laughs> not a Trey Lance guy. It's not personal. It's just I don't think he's done anything in his college career to merit the draft spot that he was in. And if he proves me wrong, hey, it's going to be like my stupid Italian videos I got to do, you know, right? We got to suck it up and say, you know what? I was critical of this guy, but he's actually pitched pretty well, right? But like I had to do for Kyle Gibson for several, you know, times this season, right? <laughs> Guys like that, we do it. But Trey Lance has not really um, shown me that. And it's like, yeah, he's you know, one game of preseason. It's just one game, though. Right, one game of preseason, but you can some guys you can kind of tell, <laughs> you know, in a hurry. Like we knew Trubisky was was not going to get it done. I'm not hating. How is Trey Lance the real deal? How is he? The, how is he the real deal? He couldn't sign with the Division One college football team. 
Maybe his academics weren't there. So you're saying that the academics at North Dakota I don't State know. are substandard? I'm just to throwing darts in the dart, but you know, sometimes te- if you're, you're telling me there, you have to go. You're, in you're telling college. me that the that the football Oof. players at Ohio State are subject to the same <laughs> academic standards as the regular students? No. I mean, Kenyon Rambo Blutarskied his way through college, zero point zero, and then. Um, what was the guy, the linebacker, Eric Kumaro? Not Eric Kumaro, the linebacker. The, it was the guy who ended up not being that good. He was like supposed to be really good, and he ended up not being that good. He was in the... Uh, oh, Andy Katzenmoyer. Um, he, his grade point average wasn't quite there, so they let him take golf and um, to, to boost the GPA to make him eligible. It's like, you know, you could see the Ohio State, like, you know... TV crew there, you know. Andy Katzenmoyer's got a three and a half foot putt straight uphill for academic eligibility this season. It's like, eh, come on. You know? <laughs> he's, he's played one preseason game. I understand. And that one, he looked awful he looked so far. Awful. So, But I didn't think he had the skill set coming in. You know, but that's just me. no. Yeah, but you look at yeah, you look at what he's what he's done in the past, and it's he's not a proven commodity. He's he's got to really prove no. that he is a commodity. So, yeah. so Mister so far, not so. So Mister Generate, here's the disclaimer: <laughs> he's a Niner fan, so he also thinks that he has a legitimate head coach and general manager. Well, you know, I mean, come there's on. your answer right there. You're right. Niners. There's your, there's your answer. <laughs> Like yeah, let's get rid of Solomon Thomas and DeForest Buckner. That's a really good strategy, you know. It's like I think he got a better shot with Flacco than, uh, than Lance. Uh, I think the Niners have a shot to win the NFC. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no chance. I think I like the Ayuk pick last year, but I did not like the Trey Lance pick. I didn't like the Garoppolo trade. I didn't like a lot of things this team has done. I think getting rid of Solomon Thomas and DeForest Buckner. Let's go, Mark. That's Solomon Thomas. is One of those players, you don't hear his name all that often, but, man, is he good. Real good. What was he, third overall pick? I think he was third overall this year that he came out. Anyway, speaking of uh, third overall, let's get to the preseason NFL games. Um, Ron Romanelli? What are you looking at here in uh, the mistake by the lake and uh, out in uh, SoFi Stadium with fans? Yeah, I think it's the first game that they have fans there, right, with the Chargers? With the Chargers. Um, Last night they had the Rams. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, in the, in the Giants-Browns game, uh, I'm taking a look at the at two plays in that one, actually. I like the Browns and I like the under. Uh, Giants are not going to be playing Daniel Jones in this one. Uh, Joe Judge said that he's, his uh, dress rehearsal game is going to be next week. So you can expect most of the starters to get a good amount of reps uh, next week. So, you know, the Giants struggled really badly offensively last week against the Jets of all teams. Uh, you got Clayton Thorson and, uh, excuse me, I can't remember. Oh, Mike Glennon. Uh, it was the backup quarterback. They looked terrible against the Jets secondary. And then the running backs, no Saquon Barkley. They already lost Wayne Gallman to the Niners and, the running game did not look strong either. The Browns' defense looked fantastic against the Jaguars, and the Browns' offense also did a good number uh, in the aerial attack against the Jags as well with Case Keenum and uh, Lawletta, former Giant. So I think the Browns win this game by the final score of 20-10. to 10. That's going to be my final score. So I'm going to take the Browns, lay the points, and I'm going to take the under. I think the Giants struggled to score. So you kind of like the Giants' offense here is what you're saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ryan, gonna uh, gonna got anything to say about that? Uh, I don't know about my junior sharp, but uh, I'm looking at the Niners and Chargers game. I think uh, I'm not sold on Trey Lance or Nate Sudfeld as backup quarterbacks here. And Niners are taking the preseason seriously, but I think you'll see similar to the Raiders game last night. I think the Chargers keep this game within a field goal. So anything four and higher, I think you're going with the San Diego Chargers here. Keep it close. Chargers wearing powder blue today, or are they going with the... No clue. <laughs> Rod? I like the powder blue, though. If they're in the powder blue, take the points. 
pick a point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it doesn't matter what uniform they're in on a Sunday. That's too many points. Give me the, give me the Chargers here uh, in whatever uniform they're wearing. <laughs> um, I've seen I've seen the plus five, plus six. Uh, I'll take the plus six. Oh. And then I like the Browns. Browns are deep. Um, we've been saying everybody's been like, "Ooh, the Browns, Browns, Browns." I think this is the year that the the Browns actually might uh, have, have a nice solid season. Make farther than the first round of the playoffs. Um, I'll take the Browns here as well. Giants are awful. I think um, Brandon Staley's one of the more interesting hires after we've seen a lot of odd hires, you know, like Dan Campbell. I thought Brandon Staley was one of the more interesting ones where there's probably something there that we don't see, right? He has no head coaching experience. Um, his college resume. Reads like, you know, these are the games we don't cover list, right? <laughs> James Madison, John Carroll, um, two stints at John Carroll, Tennessee, he was, so he's a graduate assistant at Tennessee, Hutchison, St. Thomas, and the big gig was in 2006 through 2008 at Northern Illinois. This is his college coaching resume. And then he was outside linebacker coach with the Bears, outside linebacker coach with the Broncos, Defensive coordinator for the Rams last year. For one year as defensive coordinator, he gets the head coaching job for the Rams, who didn't make the playoffs last year, right? He gets the defensive, he gets the head coaching job of the Chargers as an out, basically an outside linebacker coach, is his NFL experience. Um, there's something here that we don't know, or he's got pictures of somebody that we don't know. But I think that the Chargers know something. They're on to something, and it could be um, kind of like when the Bucks fired John Gruden on a, on a rumor, you know, about a defensive genius that was coming up. Or, you know, this guy's going to be a flat-out bust, but I like defensive coaches. I like defense. Chargers never really known as a defensive, you know, coach team. I don't think they've had a defensive coach in forever. <laughs> Since be probably pre-Don Coriel, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what this guy can do. I like I like guys like this, right? More than likely, this guy really knows what he's doing. I mean, Flores was a linebacker's coach, right? So it's like, let's see what he did. So, yeah, I mean, I think we were talking about yesterday how I think it's just a trend in the NFL how these young coaches that maybe don't have the biggest resume are getting, you know, we were talking about Matt LaFleur as he really was just a quarterback's coach. <sighs> Never took a big jump. Packers still came. I know. I mean, that that hiring is looking pretty bad now. But what if you your quarterback wonder... leaves to become the host of Jeopardy? How does that hiring? <laughs> how does that hiring look? Yeah, <laughs> you wonder why the Packers go with the quarterbacks coach when they've already got you know elite quarterback and Rodgers. I guess trying to groom the next guy up, but uh, it was you know it just, it just looks like the NFL is. What just about his on-field decision making? Genius. What about I, his? I, what about his decision making on oh, day, day decision making? The field goal. I, I mean, you can't defend that decision. No, you can't defend it. There's no defending that decision. Yeah. Um, probably the biggest head scratching play I've ever seen well, in I've, the NFL. I've I've, like I, I've seen a bunch. I've I've, <laughs> I've I'm a little older than you. I've seen a bunch, and the biggest head scratching play was in actually an Alabama Florida SEC championship game by Alabama. Oh, who was the coach in that one? It was, but it was one of those. And this is what they always say when they make a bonehead coaching decision like that. I made that decision because it was my decision to make. <laughs> That's what they always say. That's the company line. And it's just like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I like the Chargers in this one. I think at home with fans, I think it's a miserable spot for the 49ers. I'm Charger money line for me. Anyways, let's go to uh, what are you guys selling today, Rod? You got anything for sale? Yeah, it's. Uh, did I ask you about this game? Did I ask you about this game? Did I skip you? You did, yeah. Oh. No, I took the Chargers plus the points. And, yeah, I'm with uh, you. Made the points with the Browns. I'm on the Rod the Browns win by a touchdown. If you can, uh, if it'll let you lay more, I think Browns win by a touchdown plus. So, Giants are awful. And for me, it's a satisfaction Sunday. Uh, we said earlier we got burnt on the 
on the preseason NFL game, so I'm going to pass on the preseason uh, uh, premiums today on the NFL. I'm just going to go three MLB. We went three and one yesterday in the MLB. We're a nice winning week in the MLB. Nice winning month in the MLB. Treated us good after the All Star break. So uh, I got three plays I absolutely love here. Three best bets in the MLB. Perfect opportunity to finish the weekend uh, strong, heading into a nice big uh, week ahead. Jump aboard Satisfaction Sunday. Hop aboard the Rod Zwacky bandwagon. Anyways, Ron, what do you got? Yep, just like Ron, uh, Rod, I'm skipping the preseason today. Looking at the MLB, got my top three MLB plays in my Super Sunday trio. You can check it out at Pick Dogs Premium. Bryant. Going for winning day six in the last eight days. Uh, got my Sunday high roller three-pack, two Major League Baseball plays, and my NFL. Uh, my Major League, in the Major League Baseball pack, it's my game of the month, so make sure you check it out for $40 at PickDogs.com. All right, got the VIP show um, right after this, and we have we'll do um, we'll do VIP. Well, tomorrow we're going to do that, so we'll do regular. We'll do it regular. We'll do a recording, and then we'll do the VIP. So at the end of the show, we'll announce it. So here's what we're going to do: the um, a lot of people saying they're not getting their notifications. So follow um, Pick Dogs on Twitter. And I'll send out notifications every day that we're, that we're going live on the Pick Dogs account. I'm not going to do it on my personal account because I don't, I don't do anything really truly business or, or betting related on there except mocking. I'm, I have too much fun with it, and I don't want to bastardize it by giving out, you know, by being a broadcast service. So if you follow Pick Dogs on Twitter, it's at Pick Dogs. I will say on there when we go live for this show, I'll say on there when we go live for the VIP show, and I'll go on there and say we've posted the um, premium. So on the Pick Dogs account, I got to find out what the login is, but I will do it. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter too, Betting Badass, I'm going to do a giveaway to get see how many followers I can get in the shortest amount of time. But figure that out too. But uh, I think that's a that's a... That's a good solution, right? Right there. You can follow me on Twitter. On Not me. Follow Pick Dogs on Twitter. Not me. Betting Badass. You can follow me on Twitter too. Betting Badass. But if you follow Pick Dogs on Twitter, I will do the VIP show is, you know, is going now. The uh, premium show has been posted. The premium is part of VIP. All the, all the, the stuff. I guess I could do it under my own. You think that would ruin my account? I think it would. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna do it under the Pick Dogs brand account. Anyways, um, got Major League Baseball today. I have a three pack MLB three pack today. I, I won. Yes. Moving up the leaderboards, Mitch. What? said you're getting hot you're moving right up the leaderboard i'm not a leaderboard watcher so i don't know but uh, uh, i've been watching i don't watch <laughs> i don't care i just want to win i i had a good day yesterday i think on my premium picks i'm pretty sure i hit all of them except for one and you know i'm more thinking about the one than the four <laughs> it's like i know i had the pirates were one of them i was jay Happ was pitching yeah, I don't know how I, I, we talked about it yesterday on the free <laughs> show. I don't know how I missed that on my premium. But. That Astros, I gave out that on the VIP show. Also, you know, it was a premium pick. The Astros run line, and man, hopefully you hit it like five runs on that thing. It was exactly like we said it was going to be like twelve to one range, but it was fifteen. Yeah. Actually, both Houston teams outscored the Dallas Cowboys yesterday, so the Texans outscored the them Texans. and the Astros outscored them. Gilbert is so Gilbert is in our file, right? So Gilbert is unbettable, but he's in our file right now of guys that we're going to make money on next year. So what happened now is that Gilbert, like we talked about on the VIP show yesterday, is that he's logged too many innings, right? So he's he's done. He's, he's finito. His numbers are just re- 
declining. But the thing is that we know he has really good stuff. But the thing is, is that the damage is being done to his ERA and to his other numbers. So next year when they wheel him out, people are going to mm-hmm. be like, you know, they're not going to be like us, right? Who are just ridiculous about this stuff. They're going to forget that he's got really good stuff. And it's like, we'll probably get some nice prices on him early in the season. And then more than likely he'll extend out further. We'll get lesser prices on him as he, you know, as he rolls over teams. Right. But so we'll get lesser prices, but we'll probably get some good value on him early. I mean, right now he's unbettable. You know, he's done. He's just shot. You know, he's tired. You saw it. You know, he was an inning in, two innings in, and all of a sudden it was, whoa. It's like runners at first and second. It's like that ball left the park in a hurry. It was like one of those ones you look down for a second. It was like three, three on the board, right? Four. It's like, whoa. I think Colorado, everybody's eating tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday they all got tacos. Not yep. late. We want tacos. <laughs> Got the Braves and the Orioles. This was, this was, so this was, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I had the Orioles in that one. I didn't have a premium, but I had the Orioles. And it was one of those ones I wish I had the run and a half. And all of the run line squares got crushed on the meaningless solo home run in the ninth inning in a 5 3 game. First batter up, smack. And I knew that they were, I knew when they hit that, I knew I was dead on my Orioles bet. But I still had a little bit of a smile on my face. Because, yeah, I don't know why it makes me happy. Yeah, it was, it just did. It just brings that warm, fuzzy feeling to you. And it was like, you know, because you knew that they were just going to mow down the next three batters, right? <laughs> like no one was even going to get a whiff of, of even remotely threatening anything. But it was just going to be that meaningless solo shot that busted up. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was – but now we got John Means against Tukey. And then we got Drew Hutchison and Steven Matz. We talked about Matz a lot yesterday. Chris Archer back on the back on the bump for the for the Rays. Ooh. Uh, back in the day that he was a good pitcher for the Rays that I used to make. He's money not on bad. Years and years ago. Archer's not bad. Well look well the thing is they traded him to the Pirates. They got Glass now and uh, <laughs> Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows. And now they got him back for free. It's like, you can't beat that with a stick. Um, you got Alcantara going against Vladdy Gutierrez, Brian's favorite pitcher. And this is actually the Gutierrez spot, right, where he's lousy, which is home. And then um, Framber, the sweater, our favorite sweater, up against uh, Tyler Anderson, who hates the American League. Um Rod, what do you think of these five gems? Well, the first one, uh, Braves and Orioles, with Tuki Toussaint going and John Means, uh, I like the over. Um, you look at Toussaint's last five starts, he's 5-0 uh, and o to the over. And John Means, pretty much the same, over machine. Uh, we're going to take the over, Braves and uh, Orioles. I think we see a whole lot of runs in that one. And then uh, I'm going to take a shot with uh, Detroit plus the run and a half. Uh, Steven Matz is definitely not worth uh, no, laying no minus 240 on him. No thanks. Uh, I think Detroit has a shot to uh, keep it close or if not uh, win it outright. So I'll take the, the run and a half at nice plus money. I think you might just be discounting the stench factor on Hutchison here too. Yeah. He stinks too. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> It wasn't a dump off. Did the ball pass the line of scrimmage, Brody? Did the ball pass the line of scrimmage on that on that pass from Trey, from Trey Lance? Did the ball pass the line of scrimmage? No, the ball was not past the line of scrimmage. That's called the dump off, right? If the ball's not past the line of scrimmage when a quarterback completes a pass, is that is that a is that a downfield pass or a dump off? I mean, that's what really this comes down to. It was a dump off. It never crossed the line of scrimmage. I watch the game. What are you talking about? I watch all the games. Get your facts right. We love you, Brody, but it's like I think it's I, I think you're wrong there. I think you need to go back and watch the film of that of that play. I don't think the ball passed the line of scrimmage. If it did, it was by like two yards. Solomon Thomas wasn't really a bust. He was, I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl when they had Solomon Thomas. I like him. I mean, was he number three material? 
It's better than Mitch Trubisky at three, right? Or whatever he went to. Anyways, Ron? Yeah, I'm also going to take the over on that Braves-Orioles game. Tuki Toussaint and John Means both have home run problems. And John Means, you know, although he may be seen as the ace or the stopper for the Orioles, he really hasn't been since the All-Star break, uh, given up plenty of home runs, five in his last two starts. Also, at least eight hits allowed in his last three starts. So plenty of uh, hard hit balls given up from Means. I think the Braves do damage. And I think the Orioles add a few runs as well. I mean, Tucson's walking a lot of batters and giving up homers. Uh, he is striking out a good amount of guys. So is Means. But uh, you, you can't, when you, you put guys on base and give up the long ball, it's really tough to back you. So I'll take the over in that Braves Orioles. And I'm also going to take the under in the Reds Marlins game. I don't love Vladdy Gutierrez at home uh, for the Reds, but he has actually been pitching pretty well as of late. His last five starts, he's given up two earned runs or less or fewer. And uh, Sandy Alcantara is a solid pitcher for the Marlins. You know, this is a nice young pitching team for the Marlins, but they do struggle with the sticks. I think they struggle offensively today, and I think Alcantara doesn't enough to keep the Reds' bats down as, as best as he can. So I'll take the under. Uh, total opened up at nine. It's now down to eight and a half. I'll take the under there. Brian? Yep, for me, I'm going to go a little square here. I'm going to take the Blue Jays on the run line. Drew Hutchinson, Drew Hutchinson it's absolutely horrible. Uh, I think he underestimated the suck factor with him. I think the Jays get some, finally get a win over the he Tigers stinks. today. He stinks. <laughs> I mean, so I, don't know. That I think lineup? the Jays finally get a W. But And then, John, I'm going to back John Means in the Baltimore Orioles yesterday. I lost with them yesterday, but I was still happy to see the run line come in for him. I think the squares get hit hard today again. Tuki Toussaint, not the greatest pitcher. John Means has had two bad starts in a row. I think he does. I think there are a lot of runs scored in this game. I think he does just enough to get the Orioles a win. Laying the super-duper run line with the Astros and Framber again. Um, this guy really gets into a lather out there. He's a major league sweater. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, he's a big guy that can throw the ball pretty well. Um, at this point, no longer just a fill-in guy. You know, he's definitely, he's earned it. Tyler Anderson's been just struggling like crazy since switching to the American League. He just really doesn't, you know, he doesn't have that out. He's a young pitcher that probably has a bright future ahead of him. And I thought in Pittsburgh was a, was a better spot for him than this. And I thought, I think Philly would have been a better spot than this staying in the National League, but in the American <coughs> League, and now against this lineup, good luck, you know. It's like we saw Gilbert, you know, Anderson. So Seattle, you know, starting to get a nice pitching staff here. You got Kikuchi, Anderson, you got Gilbert, right? So they're building for the future, and I, I kind of like what they're doing there. They never seem to get to the future, you know, it's Seattle. but They always you know, <laughs> they're building for the future, but they never seem to actually get there. They've had some great players. They had Ken Griffey Jr. They had each row. They had, you know, I mean, they've had great players. They've had, didn't they win like 120 games one year? They won like buck 20 one year. It was like second to like the 27 Yankees or something. It was like. Oddly enough, the 27 Yankees never had winning streaks. Like these major league winning streaks that you see some of these other teams. Despite only losing. But it is. 30 times, 20 times, ridiculous. The 27 Yankees only had one guy that batted below 300 on the whole team. Batted 293, slouch. It's like the number nine slouch. hitter. The number slouch. nine hitter bats 293. 293. You're, you're a slouch. Yeah, Ruth hit 60 <laughs> home runs. It was a, it was a 100, 140 game schedule, was it? 140? I believe so. Yeah, Ruth hit 60 home runs in a 140-game schedule. Garrig had, like, you know, monster year. It was like... Mark Koenig batted 293 on that team. He was also the last surviving member of that team. Anyways, I think Sandy gets it done here, too, against Vladdy Gutierrez. Sandy pitched so well last time. He uh, he went eight strong right against the Braves last time, and the one run that they got that 
that painted him with the loss. They they gave up the Marlins gave up a home run, a solo shot in the ninth inning of that game. And uh, I'm not even looking at my notes. This is how ridiculous and not much of sports I watch. But it's so Sandy pitched the whole game like really well, and then they got the guy on first with the single, stole second, wild pitched the third, and then single with two outs to get the to get the run, which ended up being the winning run in a two nothing game against the Braves last time Sandy pitched. He was outstanding. And Vladdy Gutierrez struggles at home. So I think there's some value there. Take the Marlins. Sean Nolan's got a job. He's pitching today in Milwaukee against the Brewers for the Nationals. Adam Wainwright up against Stephen Brault, who has an oddity of an ERA for him, 1.8 or something. Then you he got, was good in the minors. Got, yeah, it's, I, was, I was good in elementary school, too, in kickball. Brault's really kick had good numbers in the minors, so. I was good at kick. I was a hell of a kickball player. Then uh, Cubs against the Royals. What a gruesome series that's been. Got uh, the Rockies against the Diamondbacks. And that was a brutal loss for the D-backs last night. And then um, Craig Stammen. Wheeling out Stammen again for the... uh, for the Padres, it's like first five over, right? All day. I like Padres first. I like uh, Philly's first five. And that one, unless Gibson has location problems, then I just like the over. Brian, what do you like? Uh, I'm going another super square one early here. I'm going to take the Boston late two and a half here. I just think they make up for yesterday's debacle. Uh, you can't afford to lose games, especially the Rangers. Uh, then we're going to take the Chicago Cubs here. Boston. I think this I'm going to take Boston. It's an FLO. I'm horrible on the heavy public plays that I bet. So. Well, don't worry. They're not playing today. So. Yeah, they got rained out. Got what? Rained out. Oh, man. Well, I guess I'm going to You don't have to worry about that one. Tomorrow. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, they're playing it tomorrow? They're playing it tomorrow? Yeah. So, yeah. so the... the the Yankees game is canceled, and that game, are there any other games that are canceled? Only those no. two, I see so far. Right, just those two. Okay, that makes sense. I was, I said it in the video. I said, I don't know if they're even going to play this game. And then my best bet in that time frame, probably my best free pick of the day, the Chicago Cubs. I think they finally get a W over my Casey Royals. Looks like the, I think the square patties are going to get toasted with the Royals today. I think Alec Mill has a good start, and Cubs actually win a game. So I like the Cubs here. On Romanelli, and I think there is a fake uh, Mr. Bittler in the chat, unfortunately. But is there? all right, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna take the. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take... was unless the, unless was you're saying Friday. that. Man. Yeah. It's like <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't understand what provokes people to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's one well, idiot that does it, but it's like it's is it cool? Is it like is it cool to? No, do that, that just shows that you're a loser and don't have anything else better to do. Anyway, yeah, I, just, I, I don't even understand. It. Like for me, it's like I try. I you know, I'm, I've always used my. It's like so many guys in this industry use fake names and you know fake stuff. It's like I've always used my real stuff. You know? so, whatever. Who want to impersonate my me, um, my mentor? You know? I don't know whether to get 200 likes. I'll give a free premium. <laughs> Seriously, my men- my mentor, you know, that taught me about. <laughs> being in the online space told me how important authenticity is if you ever want to be really successful. It's like you can make money, you know, doing that other stuff. But he said, but if you want to be really successful, you have to be purely authentic. Because I, just like I trust the information you guys, and people, you know, you guys trust me. You know, we're not just, I'm not just some guy hawking goods up here, you know. It's like, I like hanging out with you guys. Not these guys. I mean, all the guys in the chat and stuff. These guys, it's like we're married. Brad said, I didn't like your tone. Your attitude stinks. <laughs> that was money. Like, your attitude stinks. <laughs> First, I didn't you say have to anything. take it out of the box. I didn't say anything. <laughs> it's your attitude. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Step one: take out a box. 
Oh, don't even go there. Good times. Mr. Jenner's asking, Cardinals? I kind of like the Cardinals there. I don't like minus 220 is not something I would, I bet. And I don't, I don't. (laughs) That's your wheelhouse. But the thing is that the Pirates, um, the Pirates, what we've seen from them all season long is that when they win, they win in bunches. When they lose, they lose in bigger bunches. But right now they're winning in bunches. So you don't want to go against them on, you know, when they're on something like that. And Brault is decent. Wainwright has been great, man. He's been fantastic. Yeah, I'll take the under there. Maybe yep. it's the better play. Yep, better play. Who's up? For sure, both definitely low scoring in that one. I agree. Take the under in the Pittsburgh and uh, Cardinals game. Pirates two six and two to the under their last uh, ten games. Cardinals four five and one to the under. And Wainwright's been solid, so take the under in that one. And uh, I'll take the Royals. I'm not taking no Cubs. Uh, nah, no well no chance. I'll take that. the Royals with. I'll take the Royals with cheese here to uh, get the sweep over uh, the Cubbies uh, today. <laughs> In that one. And uh, Phillies burnt me yesterday. I only lost an MLB yesterday. I'll take the uh, Phillies again. Uh, in, the, in the battle of the Nolan brothers uh, yesterday, that was definitely a good game. Uh, Phillies blew it late. But I think they get the win today. Give me the Phillies in that one. Those of you joining late, um, follow Pick Dogs on Twitter. You guys can follow me on Twitter, Betting Badass. But if you follow Pick Dogs on Twitter, I'll announce when we're doing the VIP show and when the premium show is posted with a link um, every day under the Pick Dogs um, YouTube. Under the Pick Dogs Twitter. I'll post it on there. This way you don't have to worry about the notifications and all that other stuff. How's that? I think I am. I think I did it. I think I actually knew the password. <clears throat> yep. So I have it. Awesome. So, um, how cool is that? So, under the pick dog, so it's pick dogs, P I C K D A W G Z. Follow that if you're a premium or a VIP member. And uh, I'll announce it. Also, for this show, I'll do the same thing. So follow it. You don't have to follow me. Betting badass. You can if you want, but you don't have to. I'll CC myself on it. I'll do the at betting badass also. Anyway, sorry for cutting you guys off. Where are we? Oh, uh, I'm done. All right. Yeah, I think, I think we moved your, on. Moved I think on. it's your turn. Or we're on to the next set of games. All right. Giants A's. That was a great game yesterday. We got the, who you had. <laughs> well, I didn't have I didn't have the game, so it was for the fa- for us fans. It was a great game. Um, Marcus Stroman against David Price at Dodger Stadium. Oh man, the run line Dodger betters getting crushed as well. So the the Braves and Dodgers <laughs> backers really took it on the chin yesterday. If you're one of those run line Smoke. negative odds people, which I don't even understand the bet. Um, I wish someone would exp- explain to me. And then the finale from Williamsport, Pennsylvania, the home of the Little League World Series. You got to see some Little League baseball as the Indians host the Angels. But it's in Williamsport, not in Cleveland Progressive Field. So, um, yeah. What do you think of that, Romanelli, about playing at Williamsport? As, yeah. I mean... Exciting. I mean, MLB is trying a bunch of different ways to try to get people interested in the game of baseball. Field of Dreams was a big success for a fan point of view. And I think it's nice to see uh, them going to the Williamsport. You know, Little League World Series has been a big event for many years now. So it should be an exciting game. It's going to be on ESPN. So Sunday Night Baseball. Do you think Field of Dreams, um, I mean, it was obviously pretty cool. But do you think going forward, it's kind of like the moon landing where the first one was really big and then after that, it was kind of like, eh, Yeah, eh. definitely. 
I, I really couldn't see them doing another one. I mean, I was kind They're of surprised one. that they were They're doing it. Yeah, I know. With the Reds and Cubs, I, I, I just to me, it, like you said, it just loses its you know pizzazz when you do it it's over and over. Special. It's not as special. Yeah, because I mean, they did the big thing with the movie and stuff, so you know, it kind of just loses that significance when you do it over every year. But I like, I mean, like the Winter Classic in the NHL is something I think continues to hold its uh, significance, but. Like this field of dreams. Well, I think the, the thing MLB is, the thing the about the ways. Winter Classic is they they move it around to different yeah, places. Yeah. So like it's at Fenway Park, it's at yeah, Soldier yeah. Field, it's at Wrigley, right? It's at these other places. You know, I think they should do it from a pond in 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 Montreal. You know, I think that would be freaking spectacular. Right? A, a true pond hockey game. You know, yeah. like out there, which I don't know. If, there'd probably be all kinds of liabilities on something like that, but who cares? I think the guys would be totally into it. Just oh, like I think they should do the baseball. And like, so like when Kobe played in, in Harlem, you know, in the, in the, in the leagues up there, you know, it was like, that's cool. You know, that's cool. But it's like when, um, you know, if they played it from Shane Victorino Field right here in Kalama Park, like right on the ocean, we have a park that has a baseball field, Shane Victorino Field. Um, that would be really cool. You know, it's not a stadium or anything, but it's just kind of like this is baseball. Like this is Americana. This is pond hockey is the way. Yeah, definitely, it needs to be on a frozen hunk of ice, not not a in an arena frozen hunk of ice. Yeah, no, it would be cool. Out in the trees with the mountains behind you. Yeah, no, like a, like, the, like the way the guys grew up. Hockey the way the guys grew up playing. The way the yeah, guys grew up playing. That's the whole idea of it, you know, is it kind of get you back to that. Just like, you know, I think it would be cool to see a baseball game like that, but it's it's harder because, of, you know, the logistics. It's like, what are they going to do? Put a, you know, a television booth and studio in the middle of some pond. It's like that is. Yeah, they just put a scaffolding. All kinds of liabilities. All kinds yeah, of liabilities. Set it up. Takes a little bit. I think they can figure it out. Yep. All right. Well, let's send a letter. I think you know. Yeah. They didn't like I think our. We landed a man on the moon. We can figure it out. Well, they they, they didn't like um, the NBA didn't go for my my last idea. I sent them, but they actually did a version of it. So um, when I sent when we sent them the email on the show. We got the, uh, we found out the email <laughs> for the commission. We sent them the email on the show, and uh, they didn't they didn't do anything with it. But uh, they the bubble was similar to my idea. It was exactly similar to my idea. I just said it, the only difference between that bubble and and my bubble was my bubble was here in Maui where we were naturally isolated. Well, theirs was in Orlando, which is probably logistically easier for a lot of those people. But we had empty hotels, empty vacation rentals. We had everything. We had an arena that, you know, they broadcast games from. But in Orlando, they had, they had more than one arena. But there was no fans there or anything, so it didn't matter. Brian, what do you think of these beauties? Uh, they are beauties. I think it might be a theme of the show. I'm going to go a little square. I'm going to take the Cleveland Indians here. I just think they have the much better starting pitcher here tonight. Uh, Indians are, quite, like Mitch had said earlier, they're a good second-half team, and they seem to be doing well in this second half also. So a little bit of juice here with the Indians. And then I'm going to take the New York Mets with Stroman on the mound. I just uh, think the Mets are bound to finally win a game. And you got the starting pitcher price. For the Dodgers, I think he's way overpriced here. So I think the Mets steal one. I'm going to take the Mutts and the Indians. Run. Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, under in the Giants athletics game. That was a great game yesterday. Uh, A's blew it in the ninth, but got to give credit to the Giants for making that comeback. And I think that today's game is going to be low scoring, lower than what we saw yesterday. Similar to the first game in the series, you got Logan Webb. He's pitching well for the Giants, pretty quietly though. You know, you see guys like Gausman getting a lot of the the credit in that rotation, but Webb's quietly been having a great season, 2.92 ERA. And then Frankie Montas is striking out a lot of batters at 19th in the league in strikeouts. The ERA is a little high at 4.04, but he's a good back in the end rotation kind of guy. And I think um, both pitchers pitch well in this one. Total set at eight. I'll take the under 
in the uh, A's Giants. And then I'll take a small lean on the Cleveland Indians. Uh, not a home game, obviously, neutral site game, but I still think Quantrill is the better pitcher here. And the Indians playing well as of late. And like Mitch mentioned, they play well in these last couple months of the season usually. And uh, don't count them out quite yet. I know they're far away away from the wild card standings, but there's a bunch of teams grouped up. So uh, we'll see. I, I'll take the Indians on the money line today. I think they get the win. Rod, is that you in the uh, chat? Or is it a fake no. Rod? No? What? Yeah, no, that's not me in the chat. All right. Uh-huh. Some idiot. No, Detroit Tigers minus three and a half? Yeah, yeah. no. It's not Rod. <laughs> that's Rod's type of game. I think it's... I gave up the plus one and a half. I, I, I gave it out of the show. I would have all of a sudden like... And that one's tricky. That one had the logo. Yep. That's a, that's the new logo. I have the old logo. I, oh, I have like I think I have like the original one, the original pick box. I'm just never gonna comment ever again, so that so that nobody gets confused whether it's me or the a fake. I want to comment sometimes, but I'm like, what if they don't believe it's me? <laughs> just leave it alone. I remember when I was on the drive-through that happened. See, I have a big R, big Z. I think in my. In well, my I, I think you yep, guys need to use. I think you guys need to use your picture. And you need to you know, authenticate that. And then when these people like this, um, you know, imitate you, do what I do. You contact YouTube and they happen to be one of the people that actually does something to help you. They're a fantastic yeah. company. They're one of the few. You contact legal, their legal department, and they will hunt this person down. And believe me, they, you, you, can, you can file damages against that person because you, you use this as, your, as part of your business and part of your income. And this person's damaging your business and your income and your name. And you can sue them and they will find them. They have the IP information. They have all that stuff. They can track you down to your door. And if you felt like doing that, if you were in just a bad enough mood, you know, because we all know I've done it, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's out there, right? There's a guy who wants it's to kill there. me. I've done yeah. it, you know. And there's a guy that's, there's a guy who wants to kill me. And that's okay, you know. It's like, you're not going to bully me. You're not going to cyber bully me and threaten me not going to happen i don't care how mad you get or the temper tantrum that you throw it's not going to be okay (laughs) that's i want to be brian biller (laughs) i want to be right yeah i don't hear that that too often i don't get many impersonators rod you're up the real Rod Zawacki. Now I'm up. <laughs> right? <laughs> For me, I agree with Ron. I like the under in the Giants and uh, Oakland. And we got a nice uh, pitcher's duel on that one. Frankie Montas hasn't been bad, but uh, his counterpart, uh, Logan Webb, has just been lights out. I don't think he's given up uh, any more than two runs in, uh, what, his last ten starts at least. Uh, I'll take the uh, under in that one. Uh, nice battle in that one. And I don't know, Strowman, Strowman going. I don't know, Strowman. Does he get enough run support to get a win in this one? Or do we see the the burning the plus one and a half? I don't know. I'm Dodgers on the run line is still at uh, plus money too. They're trying to uh, bait you in. So I think uh, I think Strowman gets the. I, I'll go with uh, Bittler, and I, I like the Mets here. Upset the Dodgers. They finally end that streak of uh, Dodgers wins over the Mets. Mets steal one on Sunday here and get the win. I have to agree with that one. And the Sunday nighter? Um, give me the under. I think you got a nice pitchers duel with uh, both pitchers have uh, been pretty good. I like the under Angels, Indians. So someone said here, this is like a total troll remark also. It's the First Amendment. I can do whatever I want. No, impersonating someone and to damage their reputation and to, and to basically, um, you know, straight imitation like that and using my trademark logo in the process are not covered under the First Amendment. It's called using my logo without, using my trademark logo without my permission is what that's called. And that's not legal. So it's not covered by the First Amendment. You can't, you can't, you can't use copyrighted material, you know, in any way without permission. You can't do it. So using my logo, like Rod has permission to use my logo. Fake Rod doesn't. 
Anyways. Doesn't. I'm not going to waste another second (laughs) I'm not going to waste another half a second talking about this I like the under in all three of the late games parlay them up Hmm. three late game parlay under 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 get it let's let's go home let's go home let's go home All right. speaking of parlays Rod what do you got for me, we're going to take uh, Detroit plus the run and a half. We're going to take the Mets on the money line. And we're going to take the under in the Angels and Indians. Parlay those up. I'm going to take the over in the Braves Orioles, the under in the Reds Marlins, and the Cleveland Browns laying the four and a half points. Brian Bittler. I love this two-game parlay. I'm going to take the Chargers plus the points and the easy layup of the day, the Chicago Cubbies on the money line. So this guy's saying, I have the MLB logo on our cover picture. That's fair use. I'm not using it to defame Major League Baseball. I'm not using it to, to make money. I'm not selling something with the Major League Baseball logo on it. I'm not doing any of those things. Called fit. That's fair use. Using my logo to create a fake Twitter account is is not. And all the other. And by by the way, I have licenses for all of that stuff anyway. You could ask Romanelli is a writer on it, so he can tell you what I have licenses for. Right, just tons and tons and tons of stuff. I pay for it. I pay for all of that stuff. Anyways, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I need to defend that, but it's it's licensed. It's done the right way. But anyways, um, where are we? Me? Yep, your parlay. Oh, oh, you did your under parlay. Yeah, well, I did the under parlay, but I'm, I'll do another parlay too. Miami Marlins with Sandy Alcantara on the mound. And then I like the over in the Blue Jays Tigers game. Ten. It's down to ten. It was ten and a half. I think that's a gift. And then um I like the over eight and a half in the Framber Valdez Tyler Anderson show as well. I think uh we see plenty of hits by the, I think I think, it's, I think there's gonna be more than eight and a half runs, and I think they're all gonna be by the Astros. <laughs> it's gonna be bludgeoning. Thanks everyone for joining us. Follow the Twitter. Um, pick dogs Twitter and I'll post an announcement with the link to the uh, premium and the VIP when we're ready to go. That's the best I can do. I think that's a good answer. Let's call the cops and bust this guy. Is it worth our time because he's doing a fake Rod account to call the cops and bust him? It's, if he was threatening Rod's life or something, we certainly would. We absolutely. We absolutely. We absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I know. But it's, it's a different story. You know, the guy with me <laughs> contacted my wife on Facebook, threatened, oh, to, yeah. threatened to kill me, you know, and he was coming at my address and everything. It's like, yeah, I'm calling the cops. I'm not even thinking twice about it. I'm not playing the game. I'm not going to be cyber bullied, man. I put my name out there. I put my face. I'm not some cartoon character on Twitter. I don't hide, right? I don't change my name. I don't do any of those things. But I'm not. It doesn't mean you you get to take pot shots at me to cyber bully me. That's ridiculous. You guys got to be kidding yourselves. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Um, I don't know why we're you know we have law class here, but you know if you if if you need to impersonate somebody, it's it's sad. You know, if that's your form of entertainment, it's, 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 there's nothing cool about it. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's just moronic, right? Ridiculous. Anyways, well, we know that Rod doesn't give out his picks in the chat, right? So we know that Rod's on the show with his face showing them. He doesn't give them out in the chat. Chat, no. Anyways, have a great day, everyone. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow. Let's make it a winning day. Follow 
You can follow me, Betting Badass, on Twitter, but follow Pick Dogs on Twitter. P-I-C-K-D-A-W-G-Z. I will announce on there when we're going when the, when we're going live with the VIP. I'll announce on there with the uh, when we post the regular premium video, and I'll post a link to these things as well. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. I'm going to try like crazy to act more professional tomorrow. And this is the last discussion about fake names and whatever that we're going to have.